The following is part of the 330 podcast. A student-run program is partnership with the 6th District Education Compact at Cuyahoga Falls High School. Welcome to Jacques. I'm Jared. I'm Aiden. I'm also Aiden. And I'm Connor. And today we're going to start off with an extreme hypothetical question. What would our plan for the zombie apocalypse be? And how would you go about it? So we're going to start with like our first contact. Yes. You have your phone next to you. Who's your who's your first call? First contact? Uh, I would say definitely my parents. I want them to be alive, but also like after like I know my parents are safe, I would uh, I would go like in straight call to my friends as well. You know, depending on who I'm with, I'd probably call my parents first too. Secondly, uh, it'd probably be my friends, but only to figure out what's going on in other locations. Yeah, I, I liked how you said that because. I feel like I, I, it wouldn't be one specific person. I would definitely, I would definitely call my parents to see what's going on. But I would definitely, uh, I would also call like a lot of people just to like get some more like, clarity on the situation, because I feel like it'd be very overwhelming and confusing. Like my dad, I feel like plans for the zombie apocalypse. He, he's got axes <laughs> in his jeep. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, so where are we going? He's like, I have a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the complete opposite from you guys. I'm calling my friends right away. Screw my parents. wow like good luck like hey maybe after i'll call them but like would you be one of the looters in the in the zombie apocalypse it just depends on my my current situation at the time i i feel like i would definitely be especially later on oh yeah later on you give me like two months zombie apocalypse i'm still alive i am going into target and literally just playing on the ps4 that's already set up well you know (laughs) by that time i feel like it would already be gone like uh, initially when the zombie apocalypse kicks off the looting's gonna start immediately. No, but I feel like I feel like it'd be really out of control with like the killings because there would also be like a lot of chaos. So I feel like the police and and the government wouldn't really know what to do and like who the common enemy would be. Like, would it be the people or would it be the zombies? Well, exactly. That's that's why there would be looting because in chaos, people are gonna. Yeah, but there there would be a power struggle. Is what I'm saying. For what? There would be a power struggle for peace, I guess. Like like there like no leader is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's your ideal base? Um, definitely somewhere that is, like, small. Like, a small, like... A small place? A small, like, segregated place where not a lot of people are going to find you. I agree. I would go I would go on the smaller side, but I would also want... Two, two must-haves are surveillance. Mm-hmm. Surveillance for the small place, like, ar- around the building. And I would want, like, a supply of resources near me. Like supplies, like a quick, uh, like, like a like a convenience store, like a grocery store, like a like a Target or a Walmart. You still want to be like in the middle of nowhere, like on a farm. No, yeah, no, no, like, you'd be. Screwed. It seems like a good idea until like you think about it and how far away your resources and stuff like that. Right, like, and, and maintaining it. See, yeah. like it, maintaining the farm. It could be a good idea, like in uh in Canada. So it'd be like a huge trip, especially once the zombie apocalypse starts, because you're not going to be there already. So you have to plan for traveling there i think that like the grocery store is a good idea because you have so many uh, items but that would take a little bit into the zombie apocalypse to be able to have a grocery store as your base like you can't just immediately do that um but like we have a cabin in the woods in canada and it it's like secluded it's like across a lake there's nobody around and that would be a good spot and the problem is as you said there's no resources the resources would be like a time thing you could like plant uh vegetables and stuff like that and that's how you would end up maintaining resources yeah 
uh, I mean, in any show, though, you know, you see the, the problems with that, like where the crops get infected and then you have no food and you have to go into town. But. Yeah, yeah. That's where I think canned foods and a lot of the starches yeah. come into play. Canned food, for sure. I think I think the only problem with a grocery store um, would be like, or anything, honestly, would be expiration dates. Mm-hmm. Because, like, uh, when the uh, when the zombie apocalypse happened, they would stop, like, resupplying food and trucks would stop coming to to stock supermarkets and grocery stores and so slowly the food would run out because they would expire and after that there's nothing else well i think in a zombie apocalypse the last of your worries are the expiration date on your for sure (laughs) no for sure but i'm saying like there's no expiration date on canned goods what type of food first go to as apocalypse food like an mre easily mre i I feel like like, i feel like mres they're meant to like keep you like full for like the whole day so i think that would help you I could say yeah, but I feel like in a zombie apocalypse, you're not really prepared like military style. You know what I'm saying? I what is it? I I feel like it's very underestimated. I feel like peanut butter just and jelly. Yeah. Those t- just combinations with bread or anything. Something even just peanut butter. Dense. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the expiration date for a peanut butter, like just for peanut butter, is really high. Like it goes yeah. on for months. Right. <laughs> what what uh what what kind of zombies? Oh, the zombies. I think that. I think that the zombies would be a mix. At the start, they would start as Daisy. Have you ever seen that movie, where they're super fast and have every capability of a human, and then slowly as time goes on, they would deteriorate. And I think that would be actually how the zombie apocalypse ends: is the zombies deteriorate. But that would involve nobody getting bit in for a long span of time, because it would take about ten years probably for a zombie to decompose entirely. I think it could also be a fast thing if you like a. Decomposition could be a faster thing, but that that's just another outlook on it. I feel like the Daisy, the beginning of the movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that scene where they're like all in the car, and then then everyone starts like killing each other, and they're like jumping around, and they like have super strength, man. Yeah, like they're like that. that that's smashing like the car windows. Side. Yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> it, it was horrifying, because this this man's in his uh, in his car with his two little girls. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Two little girls and his wife. It's a really intense movie. I think that they would look like look green, and then like, like I think I think they'd probably slow down. Like you guys are saying they're gonna be fast. I yeah. think they'll be slow, and then like, like in speed. In speed. I, I think I think you know how like a wound looks before it scabs open, mm-hmm. before it scabs over. I meant like I feel like it would be a lot of that with like discoloration, like how you said green, pale. Yeah. Very pale. Very like, pale green. Of- yeah. Definitely discoloration. Do you think they would speak the same language, or do you think they'd be like gibberish and stuff? No, no way they would speak. I, I feel no, like because it would affect their, their brain. brain. Yeah, yeah, it would affect their thinking. brain for sure. Yeah, all of their cognitive function are kind of just gone out the window, except mm-hmm. their like hunting abilities. Not, not even hunting abilities. I would say like there wouldn't even be like a whole lot of strategy, like because it, it's a whole new species, so it'd be like starting from square ro- square one, like caveman style. Like they would just run, run and walk. That doesn't, you know, that's, like, the part of zombies that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me is, you know, sometimes you see them, like, even in movies, and their whole, like, stomach is gone, yet they're still trying to eat you. Yeah. So, are they really hungry, or is it just, like, a mental thing that they they want to eat people? I think it's, like, a program thing. Yeah, they want to infect others. Well, yeah, yeah mind you, I, I think they're I think they're just programmed, yeah. Programmed to infect? Yeah. Well, yeah, they want that would the make virus sense to grow it's more. a virus. And I, I don't think it's a hunger or like a, or a self self reflection at all. I think it's just a, a programming, pretty much. 
So now we're talking so far in the future. We're talking like one year, two years into the future. Mm-hmm. Still haven't found a cure. Grocery stores are empty. What would be your consistent supply for food, water, and like? Well, by know, that anything? time, by that time, I think that I would definitely be have... in society. Do you think? Like, sorry to interrupt, but like, do you think you'd be in a society? Because I feel like by that time there'd be like the select group of people left. I think that and they'd have I don't know if I would trust a society depending on who I reached out to initially. That's who I would probably have stuck with, yeah. and then we would like create a farm, and that would be like the society. I don't think it would be a new group of people that I've never met before unless those people like found us on a journey and ended up joining our group. I so think. so you're thinking like a like quiet place type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, quiet place like kind of like a farm, but I don't want a farm where you can be surrounded by all sides. Uh, it would have to be a place that's somewhat um they got a moat or something, you know, like the lake how I mentioned. But regardless So like, you want like a castle type of farm. I wouldn't even say farm like the cabin I was talking about. I yeah. think that that's like an ideal thing. Cause that's a, only... that's a whole other that's a whole other thing is like like being on an island. Uh, that's that's the part where like you have no choice but to have success in your crops and when you farm, because if you don't, then you have nothing. Yeah, like, yeah there's no other route other uh, than fish, I guess. But uh, I mean, you could fish. I feel like the island, if you get an infected on the island, then everyone's screwed. I'm not gonna lie. There are certain um islands uh in america their only their only uh supply of food is just exports yeah that's all they have they don't yeah. grow anything there's not a main source like an example would be like hawaii oh really yeah no <laughs> i was gonna say I, I, yeah i feel like in in that situation like they're kind of set up for failure with how like it's just a tourist town oh yeah no that's oh. their main income yeah that's the same with like new york i think like new york would immediately be the most overrun because of the amount of people overpopulation yeah and even if even if there was a zombie running around in new york most people would be going about their day until they got bit like they would not care because (laughs) there's someone running around they're like oh it's just another homeless dude another another crazy guy in the streets who's performing god we have some of the crackheads there they they resemble a zombie when me and connor were in new york there's this guy walking around with a lighter and he was walking up to <laughs> windows, to and he was Empire just trying State to building. He was literally trying to burn the Empire State Building. <laughs> he went up to this guy and started cussing him out. Yeah, like uh, there was, was this. You know those uh, guys that they have the bike and they have like the trailer behind them. Not trailer. It's kind of like a chariot type of thing where you ride. It's like an Uber. Yeah, it's a chariot. Yeah. Okay, a chariot. And, and he was trying to pick us up, and I'm like, we were talking to him, and we're like, there's no way we're all gonna fit. And th- this homeless guy walks over, and he's like, Hey, man. F you, F this, and he just like starts cussing him out out of nowhere, and the homeless man walks away, and the Uber guy goes, I have no clue who <laughs> I don't that, know guy, who that is. guy is, guys. <laughs> he was like trying to laugh it off, but it's not even that that we couldn't even all fit. Those things are unbelievably expensive. For us to go like two blocks, it was like two hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah. Oh, for the Street. fancy horse chariots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a horse chariot. It was a dude riding a bike. It was with a, a dude riding a bike. Cart on Wait, the back. a bike vendor? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I mean, that's how some people make their living down there. It, for real, like the dude could have bought five dinners with. We've got the strongest. That, that one ride. I've got the strongest calves in New York City. For <laughs> they might actually because. Like, the one-ways driving was a pain in New York. There was only one-way streets everywhere. And so getting around was, it was like a labyrinth. I think if I was driving... If there was no Google Maps, or maps in general, like a GPS, we would be 
in bad shape. Uh, I think I would have probably like gotten in a serious car accident <laughs> because I I would have turned down a one-way street when I wasn't supposed to and there'd be people yeah, just driving straight into me. I feel like in New York that's the only place that you have to be an offensive driver. Like yeah. they sh- everywhere it's, it's stress offensive. defensive driver, but it, if you play defensive driver you're never going to get anywhere you're anytime. getting hit and run that's what yeah you're, you're getting you're getting hit and run <laughs> exactly can you imagine that happening in the zombie apocalypse like all of the stuff just shuts down like all the airplanes just start like you like all the airplanes just start falling from the sky uh, why would that happen falling in, from the sky because you might have an affected on a plane yeah but that would that would involve every single plane have being having yeah but that affected. yeah but like if you have someone in the control center and someone gets infected those guys tell you where to go yeah. So if they yeah. so if they're not corresponding to anything, planes are crashing into each other. It all depends on how fast the whole zombie apocalypse happens. Because if you think about it, like there's some movies that depict how it happens, where like there's a secret underground science chamber, and one zombie makes it out, and he starts infecting the whole like branch that where they're doing the experiments, and then it spreads from there. But in in reality, like if you try think about that. You would kind of have that quarantine, I feel like, immediately because as soon as a place like that would go up, because obviously, I mean, let's let's say it's Area 51, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, zombies yeah. in Area 51. <laughs> um, Which object are you picking? Immediately, <laughs> immediately, once a zombie makes it out, I, they would have that place on lockdown, I feel like. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't have enough time for randomly a zombie pops up in a plane, you know? Or a control center at an airport. Like it would take much more. Like it would take, take a, a lot, lot more, time. more time. I do wonder how they would treat uh, treat it. Like, would they go immediately to quarantine? Because even with the viruses, we were d- like during the COVID pandemic, it was kind of like they they weren't taking the thing seriously until it got like astronomically bigger. So how long would they just right. wait? I feel like I feel like the military would take a huge role with like evacuating people because they have majority of like. Weapons, I guess. I think also a big part of it would be the problem that they have, even in movies and shows, where people are bit and they don't tell anyone because they don't want to be killed. They don't want to be killed. So yeah. I think that that would be a big problem in it spreading. Like, let's say a scientist is down there with the zombies. He gets bit. He doesn't want to tell anyone he got bit, so he goes home, and then he's already out of Area Fifty One. That's how. That's how I can see that happening. Is you you have someone who fear yeah, fear pretty much fear is the big role. O- on to the next topic, upcoming events. Guardians of the Galaxy three. Is that seriously? I didn't even know that. Uh, it, it is. It is coming. coming. Apparently, I have. I haven't. Even, I don't even know the premise. I just I'm, don't. It's coming. I'm pretty soon. sure it'll be like surrounded around uh, Rocket. I'm pretty sure. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I hope is Groot gonna be grown up? Uh, Probably by then. He's he's I, been a teenager for like the past five movies. No, because was, he was a, he been, was like, baby Groot. They've all been like back to back. There's been a design baby leak for um his design. He looks different, and people are like, people think this is the same Groot. It's not. It is a completely different Groot. Cause cause the the baby Groot wasn't was an offspring. Yeah, he's an offspring. Right. That's why he looks different. He sounds different. Mm-hmm. He's the other Groot died in the first movie. Yeah. That's sad to think about. <laughs> that is sad to think I, about. Nah, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. You guys know who the villain is? <laughs> no, no, I thought. I honestly thought Thor: Love and Thunder. I thought that was gonna be like with the Guardians of the Galaxy the entire time, and then it yeah. wasn't. That was. I, I will say I like that movie, but at the same time, it, it was a little cheesy at some point. It missed the mark to where I think they're gonna. You, do you guys know the origin story of Gore? No. Like at all? No, he, and I, I feel like it didn't stress enough the power of him. 
That's like, what it, it was really comedic. It, it was it was more of him getting his like his thunder back basically, like because he like lost he like lost himself for a little bit, and then that was like him, yeah his like redemption time. Like, right. Can I? Uh, like, what is it? Can I uh, argue on that? Uh, go so ahead, go ahead. so um so people are saying oh he's trying to find himself. So in Thor Ragnarok he gets his butt whooped. Yeah. And he doesn't know what to believe anymore because his hammer is taken away. Yes. That's his, in his eyes, that's his personality. Right, right and, and that's the premise of Ragnarok is him getting his thunder back, which is why it's so right, confusing yeah. about this movie. And that it's it's also stressed at the beginning about how he didn't know who he was anymore. And guess what? They also do the same storyline in another movie, Avengers Endgame, where yeah. he becomes fat, <laughs> very fat, and he like he has anxiety the entire time. Yeah, he was sad the entire the entire movie. And then this one, I feel like he was a little more well, with Jane, right? She was yeah. He's with Jane. He's trying to. He's putting himself together even more. But it's like he's he's. There's been like a string of movies where he's trying to find himself again. It's like it's not really character development anymore. Yeah. You're just going through the same arc. And the characters that like he should have just been like Thor. He's got his stuff together now. Everything's good. He's just trying to like make things right again without just the Avengers. But now. They're missing on all the emotional beats of what they could be doing. Like Gore, that guy, they right. call him the God Butcher for a reason. Right. He butchers God. Which like, one's Gore? Gore, he's the white one. He, he was he was Christian Bale in the movie. He was. Uh, did you see the movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, he had the he had the Necro Sword. He was the evil. He was the villain. He was um, the guy who was in the Shadow Realm and used the Shadow Monsters. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And his whole premise, the reason why he becomes like God Killing Machine. Mm-hmm. Is because he was mistreated. Like his whole family was wiped out. His whole race wiped out from existence because the gods denied him, and he started to not believe it because everything went wrong. Mm-hmm. Which they, they even missed the mark because I, I would have never known that they they even it was a whole race thing. I thought it was I thought they it was didn't. just him stranded in the desert because at, at the beginning of the movie it was just him and his daughter. Yeah, but he talks to the god and he's like, "My people were they're all dead." And yeah, just a, yeah, he did. Seemed they portrayed it as like he didn't even know what was going on. The God, but I he also know. he also he spoke did, about the yeah. prayers. So it, it was kind of just like a misdirection. Because their whole people's religious, like to the T, and then now everybody is like, and they just did nothing. Like they made the God seem like really selfish. Right. He, that was the whole point. But in like the comics, what they did was like he w- he was found like injured the god from battling Null. He's the god of the symbiotes. Different storyline. Yeah, no, I, I know. Um, but this guy who's injured, it's like you gotta help me out because I'm a god and I'll help you out. And then he realizes that oh, gods are real, but they've done nothing to help other people in the universe. That's the conflict. Like yeah. gods are irresponsible and not the perfect beings people are, but they just played off as comedy bits. Because the entire movie, yeah, movie, uh, <laughs> movie, <laughs> um, Thor, you you think he would be mature and realize that he has lost a lot and is humble mm-hmm. as right. a god. He's supposed to be the example. The entire time he's eyeing over Jane. Oh, he ha- she has my hammer. Right, oh. and, and and also like the extreme power that he manifested in Ragnarok, fighting fighting Hela, he didn't really have any of that in the movie like it was mostly just with stormbreaker i think at the start they tried and show tried to show him with that power but at the same time like all of the conflicts in the movie were really made by themselves like they made their own problems like for example with uh jane and yeah. her with mjolnir 
she she kept using it and she knew that it was going to cause problems and then she uses it at the end of the movie again it, it just everything well every that was the reason was. that was the reason they even got to the eternal was because jane jane came with thor so he had to summon stormbreaker back mm-hmm. and storm they used stormbreakers the bifrost to get into the eternal no but when she's laying on the bed and thor had to i, I know what you're talking about i'm saying like jane was the the root of the problem yeah, yeah exactly well that's the whole thing jane she already has terminal cancer. She's going to die no matter what. Her whole premise, and I think this was a great thing, they just didn't expand upon it at all, is where Jane, she now is being granted the power of Thor, the god. And if she, in her mind, she's thinking, if I can help people, even if it's for a short while with this power, I'd rather go out this way than just dying in a cancer bed, even if it increases my cancer. But they just... Go over that with jokes, especially with the goat jokes. Bleh. The goat was my favorite. Yeah, that was really I, funny. That though. Is like so the much. They did it so much. I, but that's it was, what was so was funny really about it. Funny. They did it so much. It was really funny. I feel like Marvel in their direction with these movies, they were all connected, but their whole thing was they had their own story. They had their own growth. Well, and then with the new movies, the Infinity War and Endgame, that put an end to all their stories. Yeah. And so now... There's this new, new was it that put six? an end to all their stories and a lot of like the Avengers. Yeah, a lot of the Avengers well, are out of commission. St- now it's in uh, what, phase six, right? That's what's called. No, no, I think this phase is like four. phase four. Phase four. No, phase four already happened. No, it's still no. happening. No, fa- we're at the end of phase four. They announced oh, phase, phase five. They announced five and six. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. It's it's gone into the point where it's like they're or some of the Avengers that are continuing with their stories. Mm-hmm. It's just. It, it's just a great yeah, yeah yeah it's just a comedy bit it's like these guys have gone through a lot thor has like all of his family has almost been slaughtered the his entire race pretty yes much. they're like poor now like very poor they're a tourist attraction now and then the hulk the hulk is like yeah i don't like what they're doing with the hulk like uh he used to be super strong and have you guys have you guys seen that show she speaking hulk? of the hulk I watched it yet, no. okay it's like just another Marvel If you show. read the comics, which I, I don't think you... <laughs> no, no. Just... Um, I sound like such a nurse. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. But in the comics, like, you know how someone's portrayed as, like, confident and, um, like, they know what they're doing? Yeah. That's what She-Hulk is like. She's, like, fourth wall breaking. They're doing that in the show. They're getting better at it, but uh, she's, like, viewed as this very competent, very strong and confident a woman mm-hmm. that knows what she's doing and like goes against the like normal um like stereotypes that were going around during the comics like yeah. they would do all these weird like skimpy outfits and stuff that nobody would understand why they were doing it and she would just commentate on it speaking of okay sorry to interrupt but you know go ahead um speaking of like the female characters and how she was breaking the stereotype i was so disappointed in miss marvel miss mar are you talking oh you captain with- marvel Wait, Cap- Captain Marvel in, in uh, Endgame fighting Thanos. Oh, yeah. I thought Hulk was going to get his revenge. Uh, I- I'm just really disappointed. Like, she was she was portrayed she's as this super strong. The most strong. powerful person in the She was universe. portrayed as, like, literally the Marvel version of Superman. And then she got, like, two punches in, and then that was that. Oh, yeah. She got what, she got built up, and that's why she got her own movie. And then she got put down a peg, like, several times. She was, well, like, because to... in, the, in, in Infinity War, like, in Endgame, I don't know, man. I thought she was going to be such a more prevalent character she, yeah, she was, showed in like two seconds yeah and then it was like she shut down the entire ship and then she got two punches on thanos and then 
Yeah, she she flew in. We're like, oh no way, Captain Marvel! She, she got two she got two punches on Thanos and got mollywhopped, and that was that. She didn't even make him bleed like Iron no, Man. No, she didn't. And and her punch is supposed to like be able to destroy planets, but she couldn't even punch Thanos like purple grape. <laughs> what about when Captain America picked picked up Molnir? Oh, oh my gosh, dude, I, I was I, so I get hyped every single time. I think so hyped that. I think Thor knew at the beginning he was worthy. Yeah. Uh, what was Agent it? He did know. Agent it, it was it yeah. was from when they were like all trying to pick up the hammer at the table. Mm-hmm. And he squeaked it a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, he moved it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's character development for for that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's there's not a lot of character development more. It's all of like how are we gonna connect this and how are we gonna like make this a fun and entertaining movie? Yeah, you should want to make it fun and entertaining, but tell your own story with some artistic right. ability. Right. I also. I also want to say that I think Captain America was like they did that character, like justice. I was, I was they did him justice that, yeah. from from start to end. I, I was I was happy with. I it. think and they they did him they did like perfect on him. In right. the comics, I was never interested. I was like, oh, you uh, a United States American like soldier? Nah. I mean, he's yeah. got su- like su- like he's got super strength. That's cool. But it's but, just like the basic stereotype of a superhero. You would yeah, think. but they expanded upon it in the like strict ideals of what mm-hmm. he believes in, and right. I was like, wow, this is a interest. Like, if you can make a character as basic as that into something interesting. You're doing something right. And the same with Iron Man. I think they did it right with him, too. They made an arms dealer, yeah. a arms dealer who destroys and kills millions, empathetic. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do. And now you have, um, you've got other characters that are actually more empathetic. And they're dropping the bag all the time. Like with, um, what is it? Like with Miss Marvel, I, what is it? I wasn't as invested as I thought it would be. No. Because in the comics... Her story is like whack. It is. Right. Even the movie threw me off a little bit. Like all the way from the beginning, like I, I wasn't completely sure on who the enemy was. Like the scrolls or the, the... scrolls. Yeah. I mean, luckily my dad was there to help me explain it to me. <laughs> uh, I have no clue how he knew about the scrolls and stuff, but probably read the comics. Uh, I, I would guess. Um, but <laughs> if I if he wasn't there, I would be. It, later on, it got explained, but at the beginning, I was like, dude, what's going on? There? They tried. They tried rushing a whole storyline. Do you know what the scrolls are mainly for? No. Secret wars. Mm. The whole thing is like scrolls have now invaded Earth, and they've copied everybody, like all the superheroes, and they're basically trying to take over the Earth by like disguising as the superheroes. Mm. Are the superheroes there? Are the su- Yeah, the superheroes yeah. are there. So they, they have to like prove that they're the actual superheroes. Yeah, it's a whole espionage, and it's an amazing. <laughs> yeah, that actually that would sound that, that would be a really cool movie. Like, uh, with how like you'd see two of everything, like Spider Man re- versus Spider Man. Like, how cool would that be? He's got green ears and little. Yeah. One <laughs> well, like the after credits, you always see like the uh, Nick Fury. He's in space or whatever, and the scrolls are on Earth, like pretending to be him. Do you remember? It was a uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Far from home was it? I do remember that. Yeah. Where Nick Fury was never there. It was always the scrolls that were with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. they tried, uh, and they're making the scrolls a good guy. I don't mind that, but at the same th- time, it's like it's a little bit different from. You're taking uh, away one of your uh, yeah. greatest aspects right, right, of right. like storytelling for comics, and it's the same with the Hulk. Like, you know how they're on Sakar. Mm-hmm. His whole arc is he's on that planet alone by himself. And he's rising up the ranks. He doesn't want to fight. Also, mind you, Hulk in that movie enjoys being the living crap out of people. Yeah, he was what movie? In that movie. Uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Oh yeah. In the uh, in the other movies, guess what he doesn't want? His whole thing is, 
I don't want to hurt people. I really yeah. need to calm down and like just get out of here. In that movie, well, that was his thing. In that movie, it was he was just taken over by like the Hulk's prowess, I guess. Yeah, but even the Hulk didn't want to hurt anybody. He wanted to be left alone. And also, when people say, "Oh, he was forced by a control collar," no, it wasn't. There is no control collar on that body. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. And then they wasted that storyline by just um, glossing over like his like he marries like he actually has a kid there. He has a wife and kid, and he actually becomes the ruler of that planet. Mm-hmm. And do you? And then you like destroy another storyline where um, Hulk, um, the Avengers actually kill his entire planet, his wife too, and he's the only one surviving. And the next comic, literally tries killing all the Avengers. It's like there's so much conflict that you can build, but you're you're all these storylines that you are trying to set up. You're racing. Well, well this it- is. This is sorry, but the the part the part about that is they they have all these ideas that they can do, but they have to select which ones. And but I feel like sometimes they're selecting the wrong ones, like they're not doing the right ideas for shows or movies. They're putting out movies that don't need to be put out. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, and uh, in the next episode, we'll delve deeper in, into some more extreme hypotheticals and other topics. Alrighty, amazing. And for Jacques, I'm Jared. I'm Aiden. I'm also Aiden. And I'm Connor.